In the arms of the angels, fly away from here. It's a very special episode of the Rutledge Podcast because it's the last episode. In a cold, dark hotel room. It's, I'm at home. I'm not in a hotel room. This is it. I'm done. I feel like when a comedian quits a podcast, they should get like a sobriety chip or something. You did it. You did it. Although I don't really get it because I'm going to do a blog. A Substack, a newsletter. I'm going to put a link uh, to where I, you can subscribe and get to your inbox the things I write. I'll put a link in the episode notes uh, for my Substack. Um, it's free. I mean, you can pay me five bucks a month if you want, but just, I don't care. When you don't have a lot of money, you say things like, I'm not in it for the money. And then when you make money, you go, maybe I am. But for right now, I'm not in it for the money. Uh, so I'll put a link to that. Uh, although I'm, I'm honestly, I'm less. I took kind of a hit to my ego this week about my writing because uh, I'm. My book is being edited right now. First of all, I can't say the word edited. Edited. My book's being edited right now. Uh by my friend Eric, and that sounds like very unprofessional, but he is like an actual editor. He's many things. Eric, I'm look, I uh, many things in my career, uh, I have benefited from the kindness of my friends. You know? Uh, my friend Casey McLean. Helped me record my album. He edited my album. He's helping me do these uh, door deal theater shows. Uh, <laughs> my wife takes my pictures. My son made my Wikipedia page. Uh, my friend Eric, holy shit, he doesn't listen to this podcast. No one does. That's why I'm quitting. But my friend Eric... I mean, I just met him after a show one time in Olympia, where he lives. His his wife owns uh, Olympic Cards and Comics over in Lacey, giant comic bookstore. And uh, he said, I would love to do the graphics on your album, your next album. I think he was looking at my current album and was like, wow, this looks like shit. I should help him. And he's done one, two, four of them? He's done the graphics on four of my albums, he did the uh, formatting and, and graphics on my uh, both of my books. He did editing on my book, which is, you know, he has done that professionally. Um, it's not just, you know, he's written his own books. He used to write, like, Star Wars books, I think. Uh, anyway, he, he writes comic books now, does graphic stuff, very talented guy. So really... To get someone to edit your book, just like a professional person, it's probably a couple grand in, in the brief part I looked into it. And he's just doing it because he likes me. So it's, uh, you know, the generosity of my friends has definitely helped me. Uh, my point is he's, he's editing it. And uh, whew, 
you know that feeling you got in school when you got a paperback and it was just co covered in red markings? <laughs> like you turned in an essay and the teacher just, you know, covered it with all the thing, all the shit you did wrong. That's what it feels like right now. Eric assures me, oh, no, 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 this is, this is a normal amount of, but I, I mean, my community college dropout um, defensiveness, not defensiveness, but like shame uh, is really, it's really front and center right now because I just feel like an idiot. I don't, to me, it's, you're, if you can look at writing and go like, oh, that's not supposed to be a comma, that's a semicolon, that sentence is wrong, that should be a period there, that's capitalized. Uh, you know, that kind of, like, you can just read through and do that as you go. You're a genius. You're a genius. Uh, and I am a moron. And just thinking about the fact no one's going to edit this blog I'm putting up, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. I'm too stupid. This is, this is embarrassing to admit. This is what, okay, this is what Eric told me. He's like, He's like, so it was basically like, you you know, you write like you talk, which is fine. But I noticed you didn't really, there's like not paragraphs in the book. Do you want me to put them in? And I was like, paragraphs? Yeah, I forgot that paragraphs existed. <laughs> I'm too stupid to write a book. I forgot about paragraphs. I'm like, yeah, put those in. This book should have paragraphs. Holy shit. <clears throat> anyway. I I'm not I don't know when I'm going to start the uh the Substack. Uh maybe I should go to college first and then start. But <laughs> What what kind of when your editor has to say, "Did you want paragraphs in your book?" Yeah, that actually sounds like a good idea. I should, I should have thought of paragraphs. That's why you're getting the big bucks, which is zero. So I'm feeling like a real idiot right now, but I'm also excited because it is being, you know, things are happening. Things are progressing in the book. Um, still no, of course, no date when it'll come out. Uh, but yeah. Maybe that's how I can... Uh, get people to read my blog. Hey, uh, feel free to enjoy it. And then in the comments, uh, leave your comment about what grammar I got incorrect. Just so many tiny things. Like, I edited it to my abilities. But then just like so many things were like, well, that doesn't need an apostrophe. That doesn't, I'm like, oh my God. Maybe I should keep podcasting. <laughs> uh, anyway. I have a video on uh, the old ticker talker right now. It's doing pretty good. I think 350,000 views or something. There seems to be under 50,000 views. The comments stay pretty positive. But once you get over that, uh, really brings in some people. And uh, 
don't get me wrong, still overwhelmingly positive comments, but I don't know. I went from, when the comments first started turning negative on this particular video, uh, I was like, I don't even care anymore. It's just the price of having a video do well. I don't give a shit. There's negative comments on every video from every comedian, not even comedian, every person. So who cares? And then like a day later, I started feeling sad again. And it's just, it's just sadness, like not for me necessarily, but just, man, we can't get along. The internet version of people is the worst. It's terrible. Uh, this particular video, I won't play it now, but it's on all my social medias or my YouTube channel. I just put it up. It's titled, I am the assistant manager of my family. Uh, the basic idea is I don't, you know, my wife's running shit, and I need her to because she's better at it. And I have a joke about not remembering my kids' birthdays at the doctor's office when they ask me, that kind of thing, right? Again, overwhelmingly positive comments, but I'll read you a couple of the ones. <laughs> a couple of the negative comments that were just like, oh my God, what a world. Uh, here's a fun one. Do better, Dad. Not funny anymore. This one I'm reading sarcastically because I believe that's how it was intended. Ha, ha, ha. Your wife forced to do labor because you're not competent enough to contribute equally. At least she gets upper management pay. Wait. All right. Uh, incompetence is the main reason for unhappy marriages. Not funny. By the way, underneath that one, the comment, OMG, you have to be the funniest comedian I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> Another fun comment. Husbands not knowing info is sad. Not funny. This one I did respond to, the next one. If you can't replace the toilet paper roll in my house, you are lower than the assistant manager. Uh, I responded, there's a labor shortage. Oh, here's a fun one from a guy. Beta males make me sick. I guess I'm a beta male. Wait, am I a beta male? If I make my wife do shit, wouldn't I be an alpha male? I don't know how that works. Uh, I got a couple comments about weaponized incompetence, which apparently that was a trending thing on TikTok, uh, which is basically the idea that the man, whatever, like uh, when he's asked to do the laundry, he does a, a really shitty job so he doesn't have to do it anymore. I think it's the theory behind weaponized incompetence. Uh, what makes me sad about this very non-controversial video I put up, that to me the weirdest thing is none of those commenters apparently think that my wife can't tell me to fuck off. I assure you, Christy has no problem telling me to suck my own dick. I assure you, if my uh, household labor is lacking, she has no problem mentioning that. This idea, what, I have her chained in the basement and she's not able to tell me about my weaponized incompetence? 
Yeah, she she can speak up on her own. Also, I'm giving my wife credit in the video. I'm I mean, I kind of tease her a little bit about her toilet paper rules, and then I'm saying I need her. She is better at this. She's the hero in the joke. So I'm not saying it's exaggerated. Can I really not remember my kids' birth dates when the doctor asked? There was a couple times in the history of my life, it took me a second to remember. I had to be like, oh, shit, what are the dates? But is that a funny joke? Is it a funny joke for me to say when the doctor says, what year was your daughter born? Is it funny if I go, and then it took me like 10 seconds to remember. Oh, what a story. No, it's fucking not. It's comedy. It's the truth exaggerated. So the joke is like, when the doctor says, uh, what year? I go, every year. Because it's comedy. It's not a documentary about my parenting skills, for fuck's sake. Good Lord. So it, it, it really, it almost annoyed me on behalf of my wife, which is probably hypocritical because the people commenting were also annoyed on behalf of my wife. But also, TikTok is very young. I think most of the people posting negative comments probably aren't even in a relationship, let alone have children. And everyone's got ideas about how they're going to be when they do it, before you do it. <clears throat> but the reality is, uh, my wife is better at organization and nurturing than me. Most, not all, most moms are. In a heterosexual relationship, most moms are the more organized, nurturing parent. There are exceptions. I have comments about the exceptions. They're stay-at-home dads. They know the birth dates. The wives don't. There are many exceptions. But I'm even in same-sex relationships, I'm sure there is one parent who sort of takes on that role more than the other one. And here's the reality. I mean, I'm talking about my joke seriously, like, and it's not serious, it's a joke, but if I, the reality is, my kids would be worse off if there were two of my wife or there were two of me. I had this discussion based on these comments with my wife. I unchained her from the basement, and I said, I will let you talk for 30 seconds, and then it's back to uh, assumed emotional labor. And this is the thing that, we, that she agreed with. As I said, a lot of the things like, you know, oh, I forgot there was a doctor's appointment today, or I forgot. Like, I am... This is a... In some ways, men are like cavemen trying to understand the modern world. And I don't mean that in a way that, like, I'm not a good caveman. I, I'm not much of a hunter-gatherer. I actually get Walmart to deliver my groceries. But this whole world of, like, 
okay, if I was a single parent, my kids would have 95% less activities because I don't even think to do them or I don't want to add that much shit to my life. This isn't, the reason I don't know what's going on in my kid's world as much as my wife does is because it's not my world. I didn't make it. Now, I want to be a good dad. Guess what? I think I am a good dad. But that doesn't mean what makes me a good dad is not knowing three weeks from now at 7 p.m. there's a PTA meeting or whatever. If there were two of my wife, my kids would get nothing but nurturing, uh, nothing but a shoulder to cry on, uh, nothing but even more activities, and partly that would be great, but partly doesn't there need to be a balance? I'm very nurturing. For a man, I think I'm very nurturing. But at the same time, there has to be a little bit of like, whatever. If my kids are like, this made me sad. You know, part of it is my wife goes, I know, it's really hard. You know, cry it out. I understand how that made you feel. And then I go, fucking do it anyway. You have to go back to school. You got to do this. Life's hard. I don't say those things. But in general, that's the, that's the sort of underlying tone is my wife worries about how my children are at home and I worry about how they are in the world or how they will be in the world. Are we good parents? Fuck, man. Depends on the day. Uh, we're fucking trying, you know? Based on the medications that I can look at from where I'm at right now, we're not doing a great job. Uh, but we're trying. And if there were two of me as their parents, again, they would have way less activities and they would have way less nurturing. And I don't think that's great either. But can you imagine if I publicly said on TikTok, I think women are generally better parents? If I said women are biologically predisposed to be better at parenting, can you imagine the fucking blowback? But it's true, generally speaking. There are many exceptions. Anyway, even a joke where I'm, like I said, my wife's the hero of the joke. And honestly, she's the hero of most of my jokes about her. I mean, I, I do make fun of her a little bit, but again, I actually, I actually take a lot of thought and consideration about making sure my wife doesn't look stupid in my comedy. So maybe that's why this hurts a little more this particular criticism, because it doesn't, my uh, efforts were in vain, because there are still people who are like, fuck this. But again, I did the joke live for whatever, three years or something, and the amount of people who ever said anything to me in person, or even a face in the audience that looked disapproving during the joke, was fucking zero. It's, this is just the internet version of people.
But isn't it also kind of feminism <laughs> to say like, Mothers are more important than dads. Aren't we always saying that? Isn't that why Mother's Day is like a huge thing and Father's Day, you get a fucking tie whether you wear one or not? Because it's just generally accepted that mothers, the makers of life, are more important than dads are? What's a good dad? You don't leave. You don't hit your kids. (laughs) That's what society considers a good dad. You know, but I, you know, I'm, I'm giving my wife credit. I'm saying she is the more organized parent. She is, uh, you know, she's a more empathetic parent. And again, I actually think I'm very empathetic. I'm very sensitive. I'm very sensitive to my kids' uh, needs. But again. They definitely go to her before me if they're looking for sympathy because they know that's she has more of it than I do. Not that I would say these words, but they know. My kids know in the back of my brain. Eventually, I'm going to get to the point. I, won't, I wouldn't say it like this. We're going to get to the point where I'm going to say, stop fucking crying. Life's tough. Get the fuck back out there. <laughs> and they know mom's not going to do that. <laughs> so they'll go, they go to her, which is totally fine. I'm not saying, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying my wife's a better parent because I want her to, that's just what I have to say to make her do all this shit. It's, Honestly, neither one of us are great at housework. Chores type things. Laundry, dishes, that kind of stuff. Uh, So I don't know, it's weird. You could say that, um, you could go on on TikTok, you know, no one notices what I do on TikTok, but or, or uh, I was going to say Twitter. You could go on Twitter and say, like, thinking back on my life, all of my female bosses were a lot better than my male bosses. I haven't even thought of that concept in my life. But let's say you said that. You wouldn't get any blowback. You'd even get a feel like, yeah, women are better at organizing, blah, 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 blah. But if you say women are better parents, that triggers something different. And I don't, I don't know why. I don't quite understand that. I'm going to blame Dave Chappelle. <laughs> kind of. I'm going to blame Dave Chappelle and other comedians who have made it. They have the right to do this, and I do not begrudge them, whatever. They, but they, they're trying to be controversial. They're trying to say things not everyone's going to like. There's a lot of comedians who do that. And I'm not, but sometimes I think people assume because I am also a comedian, I also have an underlying point that I'm trying to get across. And I don't. I'm just trying to get some chuckles. Ideally laughs, not chuckles. I have no agenda. You know, 
there's certain jokes I wouldn't do. So I guess that's an agenda. But I mean, I don't. I'm just looking for the proper response after the words that come out of my mouth. I'm not, uh, there's no ideals or uh, anything. You don't know my politics after I do comedy. And that's somewhat by design. I won't hide them from you if you ask me, but you know, it's... uh, And then I will also say the men who came to my defense in the comments were even worse than the original negative comments. Because, you know, some of the comments made me laugh because people would be like, weaponized, whatever. And then someone would comment, you seem, I bet you're fun at parties, which always makes me laugh. But, uh, you know, it would be like, oh, so you got to go to, men would come in. Men with backwards caps and sunglasses would come in to, like, save me. Be like, oh, so you got to work all home, work hard all day, then come home and do another fucking job. This is the bullshit that makes men get divorced. I'm like, hey, hey, fellas, 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 not helping, not helping. First of all, you don't know me. A lot of days I don't work hard all day. Okay, so let's stop assuming. My work, my wife works hard all day too. Even, I mean, she's historically been a stay-at-home mom. But, you know, she is also a uh, full-time para-educator right now. So that's not the issue. And again, overwhelmingly positive. It was like super... I think it might be the most shared video I've ever put on TikTok, even though it's I have ones over a million views, and this one's only 350,000. It struck a chord with people. People watched it and go, hey, that's like my life. I'm going to share it with the people in my life. And that... It's the beauty of stand-up comedy. It's telling people what they never realized they've always known. Huh? Am I going to spend my last podcast bitching about TikTok comments? Yep. I am. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, I feel weird. I don't want this to be sad. I just don't want a podcast anymore. Even though it seems like I... It's not bad. I like talking. I just uh, I just feel like uh, putting my efforts elsewhere. And uh, anyway, I appreciate you listening. Uh, man, I think there's even a few of you who were there for every single version of a podcast I've had. And who knows? I might have more in the future. We'll see. But I, the first version of the podcast I did with my wife called The Rutledges, uh, and then I had a, a, a solo one, and then it was back to the Rutledges, and then back to a solo one. There are a few of you who hung out through all of those, and man, first of all, seek counseling. Um, but I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, go subscribe. Uh, go sub- look in the link in the episode notes, and uh, go subscribe to uh, my Substack. I'll get that fired up here in a couple weeks. Uh, I just got to figure out paragraphs. Maybe I could Google paragraphs. God, I'm an idiot. (laughs) And even the way he asked me, like, did you want to do paragraphs? (laughs) Yeah, I guess I do. Um, All right, that's it. I wish I had something eloquent to say. I do not. I appreciate you listening. 
Uh, I appreciate the support. Just not even the financial. I appreciate that too. But um, I don't know. It's nice to uh, ramble and have people pay attention to you. And uh, so that's nice. And I would like to uh, move my rambling to the written form with plenty of paragraphs. And uh, so uh, go follow me there if you want. I know you won't all do that, and that's totally fine. Um, I love you. That's it.